Welcome to another episode of Base News Network. Thanks so much for joining us in 2023, the year of the Reddit Among Us, and we're gonna do news. The year of the the year of the the new Reddit, the news subreddit. So say hi, Sophie. Hi. Sophie is here for uh, Sophie, uh, also known as Joan of Arca on Instagram. I'm Kayo, aka Punk Revolution. Now. And we have some special news. We have, well, we got some epic Greta Thunberg and Andrew Tate stuff. We got a little, we want to talk about George Santos. If you haven't heard about him, it's a really fun story. And then we're going to move into the second half of the episode with some movie reviews because we saw Avatar and we saw Glass Onion. Reply oomph oomph in my DM said that he liked uh, movie reviews, so we're going to give it to you and anyone who likes that kind of stuff, and we're very excited. So We have a deep analysis of, in, of Avatar. What if Pandora was actually Earth, and what if the aliens were colonized people? Oh, goodness. This is going to be something else. So It's going to get really deep, just like the movie. So, but first, let's talk about Greta Thunberg and Andrew Tate, because for those of you who don't know... Andrew Tate is kind of my rival. I have fantasies every night about picking him up and just doing a WWE technique. That's all I'm going to say. WWE stands for wrestling. And then, also, Greta Thunberg is Sophie's biggest hero and my hero. Yep. She saved the environment. She saved the planet. We don't have to worry about climate change anymore because she convinced Joe Biden to pass the bill. So, basically... Andrew Tate tried to troll Greta Thunberg on Twitter. And trust me, this sounds boring, but the story gets insane. And it backfired for real. So. It backfired. Let's just say he's in jail. So Andrew, so Greta Thunberg, so Andrew Tate, set, who's uh, self-identifies as a misogynist who likes to make jokes about hurting women and stuff, obviously my biggest enemy, bad person, She he, he, he tweets... At Greta Thunberg bragging about how he likes to pollute because he has 33 luxury cars, blah, blah, blah. He's just a, you know, a troll. And then you go take it away. Okay, well, I was just curious, like, do we know how he has made his money? Is it all from social media stuff or self-help, whatever he does? Like, does he truly have 33 cars? Like, I just can't believe, like, where does this guy getting his money? Is he rich? Is he born rich? Well, I know he's a kickboxer, and I know he oh, is also... Oh, that's right, that's right. He's also under investigation for sex trafficking, human trafficking, which, you know, you can make some money off that. Mm, that's a good point. Um, and also, I don't know, he, he's also probably lying about have thir- having 33 cars. That's probably a lie. But anyways, he's bragging to Greta Thunberg about how he's pushing out a ton of emissions, just trying to troll her, and then she comes back with the most epic comeback in Twitter history. No one will ever recover from this. Well. Well. I guess I'll read it. You should read it because okay, it's a girl's so, voice. Okay. We need a woman to read it. Okay, so Greta Thunberg replied to Andrew Tate's tweet saying, Yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickbleepenergyatgetalife.com. And it went on to become one of the most liked tweets in Twitter history. It got 3.9 million likes, according to this article that we're reading at the time that this was published. So, big deal. Let's just say the most, this is what we call a ratio. When a reply gets more um, likes than the initial. Uh, so, wait, I just have to say you said small dick bleep energy. Sophie, you're supposed to bleep out the word D, not actually say it and then bleep. Well, I realized my mistake and I guess I was too late, so. Okay, so just imagine for a second. Andrew Tate is literally the guy who's always bragging about his penis, and then he gets owned with a small dick joke. Owned. So I have to say, though, mm, Greta Thunberg, please do not body shame. It doesn't matter who it is. There's nothing wrong with having a small, little, tiny, little penis. Just like our great friend, um, you know. The Anthony Fantano yeah, has exactly. a small Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. That's, that's not new. Yeah, we Anthony Fantano. Okay, whatever. Anthony Fantano has a small penis. It doesn't matter. We, we, we don't care. We don't shame him. We're not going to shame him over the fact that he's a tiny little penis. Very small. Uh, so so and I guess Andrew Tate, you know, he's the type of guy who cares too much about this. So it's a good own. Well, I did think at the, at the time when I did see that tweet, um, she did say email me at mm. smalldickenergy at getalife.com. And I think 
Tate took it. Yeah, yeah. Tate responded saying, thank you for confirming via your email address that you have a small penis at Greta Thunberg. The world was curious. And I do agree. You should get a life, he said. Well, this was uh, this was in a video. He responded. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. I thought I maybe saw a tweet as well. Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe it was both. Maybe this was the caption of the video. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know know what we're talking about, but we're keeping it ambiguous because we want to encourage people to do their own research. Whenever we say something wrong, that's us doing a favor. That's on purpose. That's doing a favor. It's on purpose. So, you know what? I do have to kind of say, when I did see Greta's tweet, I was like, oh, Greta, you could have... If you just change the wording a tiny bit, you could have owned him a little bit better because it does seem like you're saying your own address is that you have a small penis or whatever. So, but like everyone knew, everyone knew what she was trying to say, you know? Yeah. But she did mess up a tiny, tiny bit. So, yeah. But it doesn't matter because, um, let's just say. She still owned him and let's just say some stuff happened. Let's just say. So, okay. So this is where it gets a little bit. Um, a little bit of speculation goes on, but okay, so we'll just say after he posts a video responding to Greta Thunberg, which is such a weak comeback, he's like eating pizza, trying to talk about how cool he is, blah, blah, blah. Horrible comeback, completely, obviously loses the battle because Greta Thunberg gets way more likes. Then, literally the same day, so we're, imagine this, we're all celebrating Greta, Greta, Greta. Everyone's happy Greta Thunberg owned Andrew Tate's ass. And then the same day, later that day, the news breaks that Andrew Tate gets arrested in Romania because he's under investigation for human trafficking. He gets arrested. And then the speculation goes that because in the video he responded to Greta Thunberg with, there was pizza boxes of a local Romanian pizza chain. People are speculating that maybe the video he responded to with Greta, to Greta Thunberg with gave away his location. He owned himself, basically, he o- if that's true. Yeah, it's speculation. We don't know exactly if the ownage from Greta Thunberg has anything to do with him getting arrested. But let's just say it's the worst day of his life by far. It makes for a funny story. It makes fun. Yeah, so Greta Thunberg ratioed him into into jail and he (laughs) the most epic ratio of all time yeah like for real honestly like yeah it's crazy so So... i mean i'm pretty there's a couple things so one i'm happy that greta thunberg is like i feel like she has a level of like self-awareness with her like her presence on the internet you know she's like owned trump a few times yeah like yeah you know whatever because i mean like she she's an adult now like she got famous as a kid she could have easily fallen into being an irrelevant nobody but like i mean she's i feel like she's she's still like a a lovable a lovable human being who like obviously like fighting for like the environment is such a great thing and um andrew tate sucks so i'm like i i just i i hope greta you know what greta thumberg should do Greta Thunberg should start streaming on Twitch. Oh my God, she'd be so huge on there. I know, I know. I she probably likes is sees that as like beneath her. But um, another thing too is like the other thing is like Andrew Tate getting arrested for human trafficking because he apparently were he was apparently working with his like brother and like some other guys to coerce women into pornography and were also sexually assaulting women these are these crimes are so horrendous and so egregious and so vile and disgusting that like it is stunning it is like stunning to me that this is who like the right-wing like youth on the internet have decided to elevate as their hero especially given that right now there's so many attacks against especially trans people Lots of, you know, the right-wing media saying, like, watch out. The trans people are going to groom your children into, I don't know, some sexual behavior. These are the people who are grooming your children. Yeah. And they are involved in, like, creepy sexual behavior. Yeah. Like, if I don't like someone who's a right-winger, I'm not going to accuse them of human trafficking or sex trafficking because it just sounds too absurd to take seriously. Like, I'm going to critique their ideas. I'm not going to... But, like, Andrew Tate actually did do this stuff. Bro's literally, like, being investigated right now for it. Like He's arrested. He's arrested yeah. for it. Yeah. 
So I will say I did see some news outlets say he was arrested for money laundering. Some saying it was for sex trafficking, human trafficking. I don't know what it is, but regardless, like he, Andrew Tate himself has claimed that the reason he moved to Romania was because it decreases his chances of getting charged with uh, crimes, like sex, like sex crimes. That's so embarrassing. Like you're in. I mean, the, well, it's actually it's embarrassing, but it's also depressing that people like. He's openly saying this stuff and people are like still like, oh, my God, he's so freaking epic. Like he's he's my role model. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, is like, I, I, I'm aware that a lot of these like right wing trolls online who like idolize Andrew Tate are being like semi ironic with like, you know, he's making jokes about how he likes to beat women. Ha ha ha. So funny. Like, obviously, like, you know, to them, it's like a half joke, half serious. It's you can't make those. They're not funny anymore, though. If this dude, if dude is, if this dude is actually like you know, actually committing like sex crimes, it's not. It's like it's not. It's like we can't. It's it's not a joke anymore. It's not a joke. He's actually doing this stuff. Like it's pick pick someone else. Pick anybody. Like anybody else. Um. So it's it's a good story that Greta Thunberg. I'm gonna go ahead and roll with the story that Greta Thunberg helped by trolling him by releasing she'll, videos. She'll be forever remembered as like the person who like owned Andrew Tate and like got him arrested regardless if it's technically true or not it's iconic i'm going to say it's, I, we're going to go okay so breaking news from base news network it is officially confirmed for a fact that greta thunberg arrested andrew tate with her masterful tweets yeah and i do actually want to say one more thing um if you can scroll down to see the next quote yes about the matrix so um, yep. Okay. So in this article we're reading, Tate, it says that Tate questioned the teenager's gender and asserted she had been programmed and that she was a slave of the matrix. So I guess, and I'm not, I obviously don't really keep up with Andrew Tate for obvious reasons, but, um, Andrew Tate likes to reference the matrix a lot. And I, and like a lot of like right wingers talk about like being red pilled and stuff like that. Um, and like using the matrix as their sort of like, ideological i don't even know like you know what i mean kyle yeah it's like it's like a, a metaphor they like to rely on a lot to like try to prove their point about how they actually know the truth and we're all just in a, a society exactly but the funny and ironic thing is that the matrix was made by like two trans women like sisters and the red pill is literally like estradiol which is a hrt like I'm serious, like, look it up, like, HRT, like, estradiol, estrogen, during that era were, like, red pills. I'm serious. So, whose side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on the side of the guy who likes to destroy the environment and got owned by someone on Twitter and also is committing sex trafficking and rape crimes and is under arrest for it and is also relying on metaphors created by trans women even though he doesn't like trans people uh or are you going to be on the side of the epic feminist Greta Thunberg who is trying to save the environment like I I don't like to make things so black and white between good versus evil it's black and white in this but this is pretty black and white who like who's (laughs) it's like there's I, I there's no question who's in the right here so yeah yeah, it's 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 very strange. I I, I mean, I, we're gonna talk about George George Santos um, next. You know, just kind of going further along the like <sighs> right wing insanity. I yeah, guess. just how how um this one's a little more lighthearted. I think it's a little bit more it's lighthearted. More fun. It's more fun. There's still definitely a layer of like sadness and like just disgust with like how um like f- how bad like things on the, like the right things on the right american right wing has gotten but anyways we have george santos who he is a, a politician from new york state he's a republican and he actually was elected to new york's uh to to, to congress so new york's third con- congressional district um so he's a new he's a new york republican who actually had a successful election and obviously new york is a state that's traditionally very blue obviously there's some pretty conservative parts of the state but i remember seeing like glenn greenwald and other like right wingers like we have an openly gay jewish brazilian republican elected yay republicans are getting diverse and we're the better be like just kidding just kidding 
I am Brazilian. I am not a Republican, and I am not gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but there is something wrong with being a Republican because George Santos is a freaking... So So this guy, just to give you a quick rundown, he lied about having ancestors who are Ukrainian Jews that died in the Holocaust. He, of course, they're from Ukraine. He's got to add that like extra little layer. Yeah, he lied about his mom dying in 9-11, did not die in 9-11, which is a horrible lie. Lied about working at a bunch of banks at Wall Street that he didn't work at. Lied about his high school, lied about his college. Lied just like about every, like nonstop lie has a history of fraud. He lied uh, about having a brain tumor. He lied about having a brain tumor. Like, it's like the amount of lies... Bros lied about literally everything you can lie about. Yeah, it's like to the point where it's like you don't. This is not even a lie that's going to help your election chances. Um, and you know, he 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 obviously made you know the fact that he's um, you know talked a lot about being you know being gay. Said that he had friends that were killed in the Pulse shooting in Florida. Also seems to be another lie. Doesn't doesn't seem like he had, you know he, anybody. He said that. He, it, so just like literally everything you can. And look, I'm not saying he necessarily. We don't. I'm not going to speculate about his sexuality, but I will say it does seem that he came out as gay two weeks before he started running for Congress, and he was married to a woman for like ten years. So we don't know. No, it's possible. It's like, possible I, he's that gay. That doesn't matter as much as like the other stuff that he's like lying about. And tell me exactly what he said when um, he was like exposed for not actually being Jewish. Oh yeah. So he said that. Um, so, so he said statements that were very, like, outwardly, like, he said, I'm a proud American Jew, and that he, like, he has, like, a back, you know, a background of Jewish beliefs, and then once he, once he was um, confronted about lying about having Jewish ancestry, he said, I never claimed to be Jewish, I said I was Jew-ish, like, Jew-ish, it's so insane, like, like he, like, bro, yeah, yeah, no, it's clear that this guy is actually, like, he needs help, I think he's probably a compulsive liar yeah um but i mean it seems like he's saying a lot of these things to get elected but i feel like it's an absurd amount of lying and the lying in it's itself is just literally insane like yeah. insane lies like we, we just went through a ton and there's a lot more we could go into with definitely him. recommend checking out like his wikipedia page yeah. just to like read like the insane lies he's been like putting out yeah it's very entertaining yeah like he he he, he stole seven hundred dollars with fraud through fraud and when he lived in brazil he is like in ten thousand dollars of debt to his landlord you know just like just like literally like his whole career is just built on fraud and you know obviously you you can think of the uh obvious connection to like donald trump of just like being such an aggressive liar that he like kind of buries him buries himself in debt through lies and then pays it off with more lies and just keeps kind of like he's just he's just he's just a fraud he's just a total fraud and the sad thing is is he won the election and all these lies there's just like an avalanche of just non-stop lies all came out after he won the election like so so he he won he's on his way i mean there's going to be investigations into him maybe you know maybe there's a chance he'll have to step down if they find there's like crimes that he could be charged with but he's i mean he's on his way to to congress um you know and there have been some republicans that have spoken out by you know against him saying like he needs to be investigated we'll see we'll see um but the big question is is like how is there there's so many like just like na like now it's just like like i said there could be a whole book written about all his lies i'd watch a movie about there could be it, a, there's, honestly, pr there's probably like, going to be a movie about this it. has like who what's her name elizabeth holmes vibes kind of so like, you know keep your keep your eyes out for a movie about it because i'm sure there's going to be one but the, the question George, is the, like there's gonna be like an hbo special the george santos story or some shit like yeah that. but the question is is how did this how did no one figure this out and call this out before he was elected, like, cause it, and this is this is I think falls on multiple people, like, jur like journalists, obviously just never picked the story up or looked into it too much. Uh, the, whoever was the opponent opponent of George Santos, his team should have done like a lot more research into. Like, I think the thing is, it's one of those situations where the lies are so aggressive and so bold 
you wouldn't dare to even like you're not gonna question if someone says their mom died in 9-11 you're not gonna like investigate that because no one in their mind would lie about that um but folks we're dealing with republicans (laughs) (laughs) exactly so um so that's that's just kind of a, a fun little story about who um you know who 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 who, uh, who 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 has power in America now? Who's who's winning elections in America? Um, so, anything else about that before we move on to the the movie portion? Sophie? I don't think so. Alrighty. So, Sophie, should we start with Glass Onion or Avatar? I think we can start with uh, Glass Onion. Yeah, let's start with Glass Onion. We just watched it last yeah, night. Yeah, it's so. on Netflix. Uh, Sophie, wh- how would you describe Glass Onion? So, okay, for people who don't know, Glass Onion is like... Knives Out, right? Knives, an a Knives Out story, I guess. So, Knives Out came out a few years ago. It's a mystery. Um, the connection between that film and this film is that they share a, a, de- a detective character. Benoit? Benoit Blanc or something like, you know, you know, a detective name. And it was very jarring when I was watching this new film because he has this like thick southern accent and like the way he speaks is very like eccentric, you know. And I, I didn't remember that at all from the. It kind of makes me want to watch Knives Out again. Yeah, I was. I, I, yeah. It's weird because the guy who plays Kyle hasn't seen it. The guy who plays the detective, um, what's his name again? Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig is British. You know, so right, he's he's British, right? Probably he is British. I think vibes. he's British because doesn't, doesn't he play James Bond? He he does. He does. I don't know. So I just I always whenever I see him, I always just mentally prepare for a British accent. Uh, God, I hope I'm right about that. But anyways, but you know, well, you know, we're testing you guys. Everything that we say, you guys should be fact checking. Fact checking. That's the first thing they teach you in journalism school, guys. Okay, fact check every single freaking thing you hear. Okay, and and if it's any news, like if if you guys you guys need to learn from the story of George Santos that you got to fact check literally everything. So. We're, fa- yes. we're also going to fact check it, probably. So I'll fact check it right now. All right. So you fact check it. My iPad is going slow right now. It's a little it's a little slow connection. But anyways, so British guy with a southern accent for some reason throws all of us off because we're all expecting... Well, I mean, I'm... Ex- I mean, I don't know. I just feel like... I feel like playing a detective... Bro does not look like southern don't you think don't you think detectives are kind of inherently british she's english american so let's see what his accent is all right sophie's gonna keep doing research on that um so yeah it's a detective movie uh i definitely have mixed feelings about it i will say overall if you just go into it expecting and wanting a fun movie that doesn't require you know too much thought you can just go watch it with friends, grab some snacks, grab some Mountain Dew. It's an, an adventure mystery. It's a fun film. It's fun. It's got lots of stupid jokes. It's got lots of stupid characters. And, you know, there's a mystery that you're going to be following along, trying to solve, trying to figure out. You know, it's a classic mystery. Um, and that's great. I'd say, the th- I, and I guess Sophie's still doing research, so I'm just going to start sharing my, my, more, my, my more critical perspective is, one thing that I know Ben Shapiro tweeted this and he got roasted for it, but I do think there's some validity. So the one thing Ben Shapiro and I can kind of agree on is that like, you know, what I like about mysteries is that like you can, you, you know, there's a part of you that's like kind of like following along, trying to figure it out. And obviously the mystery is going to like kind of mislead you and stuff. But this movie, like kind of like halfway through, it kind of unravels some like twists and stuff like that, which of course is classic, you know, mystery whodunits. But I feel like it's there's there, there are things that are just so like, you know, big things introduced in the movie that like, it's like you never really had a chance to possibly even kind of figure it out before the movie ended because it's like they're gonna introduce completely like, you know, like I, I like. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Like, it's like they, they like it's, it's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, that's not that's that's. that's it feels, I don't want to give away the t- twist because that no, would be unfair. No, we're not but going let's to. Let's just say they do a twist that's like. It feels kind of. It feels kind of cheap. It's like you, what if there were bleed? Yeah, it's like it's like that's not like it's it's not like a twist. Like, oh my goodness, I didn't. I would have never guessed this about this. Game. It's just like okay, well, it was cheap. It was cheap. It's it was like, cheap. It's like it's like it feels like a no no in a mystery. Basically. Yeah, yeah, like okay, well, there, it's like it's like like 
you know, lots of mysteries you have. I a wish ch- I wish we could say what it is. Yeah, like lots of mystery movies, you have like a shot, a slim shot of accurately guessing who the bad guy is in the first half of the movie. This movie, you literally do not have a shot because it's it's it 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 makes it makes it impossible. It makes it impossible. And once they finally do unravel stuff, and it's like, okay, well, that I mean, it's fun. It's all fun. But I, I enjoyed watching it too, like truly. I I thought it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. But. And by the way, he is British. He's British. Okay. He's English American, but I've based on the there's actually a ton of articles about his accent being weird in the movie. So we're not alone in thinking it was odd. Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, did you like the movie? Yeah, I know. I like. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, it wasn't my favorite thing in the world, but it was fun to watch. Oh, oh, it was entertaining. Oh, yeah. One one other thing I didn't love about the movie uh, was that I feel like, okay, so the characters in the movie all suck, and, like, they're supposed to suck, and you're supposed to not like them, and they make fun of them. It's still unbearable. But it's still annoying. Like, yeah, it's still really, really annoying. I liked Janelle Monae. Yeah, no, she's. A, I think she's actually... A good actress. She's a, I would say yeah. she's a very good actress. A very good actress. Yeah, she's good. So, and I, I love that. To I like. See. Her, I like her as a person. Like, I mean, I'm not like a super fan or anything like that. But you like, saw her live. I did see her live, but it was a weird circumstance where I got to see her live for free in Wisconsin. It's a long story, but it did happen. Yeah. No, she's cool. Yeah. So she did a good job. Um, yeah, you're right. It's kind of hard to talk about the things that are annoying about this movie because it is. Uh, mystery and the things that are annoying are like the things that are kind of revealed at the end but i mean one thing like you were saying earlier it talks it like critiques rich people and like um like rich people are vapid and annoying and like actually like stupid that was sort of the thesis of the film um it's freaking woke it's woke but it's like bro like we we know like (laughs) we know rich people are annoying and then we just have to like be subjected to like rich people being annoying it's like we we don't we this is nothing new to us yeah so i think the issue okay so i know obviously right-wingers right now love talking about how annoying all like all movies being woke is and my issue is obviously not that the politics are bad it's just that like you can figure out before like you can figure out like 10 minutes into the movie what the ending is going to be like oh oh yeah the the rich guy is going to be the bad guy because that's like the woke answer you know what i mean like oh in avatar you know like the the people who are like coming in to destroy the environment of the natives are are going to be the bad guys like like you can just kind of like just figure out what the twitter thread is going to say and then you can just kind of predict how a movie is going to end and that's the issue with putting woke narratives in movies you know i didn't i didn't think this movie was that woke did you? I felt like it was. I felt like it was. I thought it was semi woke. Semi woke. I didn't think it was that woke. I didn't think it was that woke. I feel like it was someone who like just like just started like figuring out woke things and decided to make a movie before they really understood what being woke is all about. Like us. Facts. Yeah. So yeah, and it was. I mean, I did think it was kind of mildly entertaining because, like, the rich people, because, like, I guess, no, Kaya and I, like, because we do the internet thingies, I guess, I feel like we come across, like, people, like, the people in the the thingy. The, yeah. Like, yeah. The, there was, like, a character that's kind of, like, a Joe Rogan type, like, mm-hmm. a Joe Rogan, maybe even Andrew Tate type, like, streamer guy or, like, podcaster, I don't even know, you know, so... I thought that was kind of entertaining just because I feel like I haven't seen that character in in a movie yet. Yeah. yeah. Like, I felt that that felt really new. Um, I wasn't obsessed with it or anything like that, but it was kind of, like, entertaining. Like, oh, okay, now, like, this is going to be a character. But His head looks like a... <laughs> like a... Watermelon? Squ- I was going to say, like, a squishy... Like, oh, yeah, it was squishy. Like a squishy... Like, like a rotten grape. <laughs> His yeah, it, head, did. it literally did. Oh his my head God. looked like a grape that was like... You no, the police it. are getting us. The, do you hear that, guys? The police are coming. They're coming after... Um, I may have hidden uh, Andrew Tate's um, uh, left leg in my fridge because we're <sighs> feeding it to the... Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well... My cat. Yeah, he wouldn't need it because he's vegan. I'm so, vegan. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyways. Uh, so I thought that was entertaining. And I'm trying to remember the other characters. I felt, I mean, there's like a washed up model character, like Kate Hudson. I think it was Kate Hudson who played her. Kai was trying to eat the, the wire on the, the microphone. Sophie, don't tell them what I'm trying <laughs> to do. I'm just trying to focus on the movie. Okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's cute. I have to use my oral... Um, what? What's it called? I have to use my mouth to figure out how to... F- f- I have I have to... <laughs> while I was watching the movie, I was busy chewing on wires, so I have to chew Use on wires to remember this. <laughs> Sophie, don't tell them about my oral fixation. That's not business to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> it's related to the movie. Okay. So, yeah. So, I'm, I, I think the most fun character... I mean, I, I kind of enjoyed Daniel Craig in the movie. Like, I found his, like, accent to be kind of endearing. Like, I found his character to be kind of He endearing. was definitely the best character. He was best the best character. character in the, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Janelle Monáe's character was good, too. I mean, they, like... I think, I'm grading it on a curve, though. Like, these yeah. weren't, like, exceptional characters. I wasn't yeah. like... But I thought they those two were the best. They that were I, also written to be the most likable. So That's true. Good you point. Know, like, yeah. I think you got to be careful. If you're writing a movie and you've written a movie where... 90% of the characters are supposed to be annoying. Pause and fix it. Like, we don't want to... That's, like, that's all... Like, Kyle's number one criticism when talking about any media, honestly. like Yeah, be careful. Like, put one annoying character in every movie and have them, like, die in the first 10 minutes. And then we have a good movie on our hands. But don't... <sighs> that's it. That didn't happen in Glass Onion, unfortunately. Yeah, so... Also, I want to talk about the elephant in the room with this film. Why did it freaking copy Family Guy's episode? And then there were fewer. It literally freaking copied Family Guy, okay? Season 9, episode 1. Go watch that episode of Family Guy right it's now. It's actually great. It's, it's a great, great episode. episode. And then go watch the movie Glass Onion immediately after. And you're going to be stunned by how much and they I, stole. I do have a confession. And I, I honestly just remembered this now. Um, but the reason, so a few days ago, I suggested Kyle, okay, Kyle, we should watch this episode of Family Guy. And he was like, okay, because we, we, we watch a lot of Family Guy. So we're a Family Guy couple. So, um, I think, I think the reason I wanted to watch that episode is I saw on Twitter and I saw the, like a clip from the video and like someone talking about how good this episode was. And I think they were also like explaining how it was like basically glass onion. And I didn't really realize that until now, like that they were connected, like the tweet, like, I think it was a quote tweet, but I didn't really look at the quote tweet. I was like looking at the family guy episode. So, um, other people are noticing it too. I think, Speaking if of, I remember correctly. Yes, so that so other people are noticing it. We stole it from Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, I was suspended on Twitter for seven days, which is really annoying because I love to tweet. And I was suspended because I said, I literally, so this is the tweet. I said, I think it should be legal for women to kill men. I tweeted that, and obviously it's Obvious a joke. Obvious joke. Because I'm a man. And second off, even if I'm not joking, that's not technically promoting violence. It's a critique of the legal system. It's not a, so I and also Elon Musk claims he cares about free speech and stuff, but and then I got suspended. No, it's like Elon, like what are you, what are you doing? Like Yeah. And you know, literally the 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 night before I got suspended from Twitter, I was scrolling through Twitter and I was seeing so many tweets of mainstream hundreds of thousands followers accounts tweeting for basically just you know what what comes down to like eradicating trans people like you know basically saying you know that we need to get rid of gender ideology or whatever you know like basically you you, like whatever that means it doesn't mean anything other than i want trans people to go away like you just see this stuff on twitter nonstop, like actual calls for for violence and then I make a clear joke as a man saying that I think it should be legal for women to kill men. Obviously a joke. I'm a man and also not even a promotion of violence. It's just a, t- it's just a comment on the legal system. And I get suspended for seven days. I don't know what's going on. I'm definitely starting to feel like, did Elon, like, are, are, is Elon Musk just trying to ban woke people now? No, what? No, an interesting thought experiment. What if you said it should be legal for men to kill women, would you get deleted? No, would you get I would suspended? go. I would go viral like Andrew Tate because that's the stuff Andrew Tate jokes about all the time, uh, while he's actually committing these violent crimes against women. Um, so, shout, fingers crossed, or the Roma- hopefully the Romanian police actually, you know, get his free PRN, free PRN. Yeah. Um, so I'll be on Instagram more, I guess, for the next week. 
um, sadly. But um, oh yeah, and also the other thing is that the the detective in the movie is um, um, he's uh, it seems like he's uh, he's um, uh, he's gay. Is that what you wanted to say? I'm gonna let you say it because you're the you're the one who's LGBT. She's bisexual, so she gets the she gets to carry the torch on this segment. Go. Okay, so he is gay in the sh- and it's very actually I appreciated how they did the the, the gay part of it because he just had like there was a cameo. What's his guy's name? The, the epic actor that I I like the actor Daniel Craig. No, the other guy his oh. his husband or boyfriend or what whoever Anderson Cooper. No. Oh. Does anyone else? Okay, side note: Does anyone ship Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper? Because if not, I'm gonna find fan fiction, and if it exists, and then I'm gonna just do some fan art because I just that has to exist. So, sometimes I have th- little thoughts that come to my head, and I must say them out loud. Anywho, so yes, he is gay, and Wait, who's Col- Colin? Not Colin Firth. Yeah, the I'm other no, it. he's in. He's a freaking epic actor. I love him so much. Glass Sorry, there, there's some actors that I like. Gay actor. Glass onion gay actor. But a blanc. No, but I'm trying to think of the... Who's his husband? It's like epic actor. He's very famous. I feel like he was... I want to say he's... It's not... He's a Colin Firth type, but it's not Colin Firth. It's the... Oh, Harry Styles. No, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yes, I like he. I'm a big fan of Hugh Grant. I mean, clearly I'm not because I don't... I, I like him. I just forgot his name and everything like that. But I like Hugh Grant. And... Yeah, so Hugh Grant... Um, yeah, he's in love, actually, yes. See, this is good. This is the good woke to put in, in movies. Don't make the plot predictable. Very subtle gay. But put a little gay guy in the movie. <laughs> it was it was subtle gay stuff, because, like, it wasn't, like, there was literally, there was no scenes with them, like, being gay, which is, I'm fine with, like, by the way, it's, it's cool to see, like, gay guys be gay or whatever. Like, that's cool. But the interesting, you guys seen Bridget Jones' Diary? I love that movie. So, it uh, also, it also feels right like because what's this again? Benoit Benoit what Benoit Blanc ben, Benoit Blanc he seems gay he you know what I mean <laughs> he seems gay yes, he like, does he does something. like it seems like it seems like a you know it's, it's I'll take the lead here yeah okay okay yeah all right <laughs> no he's right he does seem gay he has an ascot he has a southern accent that's a little bit you know, you know what I mean you know no he he's very gay coded okay so Benoit Blanc is a gay name. Everyone knows this. He's got the ascot. He's, you know, lavender code. You know, he's very, yeah, he's very gay seeming. And I'm LGBTQ. I can say that. But he's not like. But he's not like, I'm gay. Like, you know, like what I mean, which is fine. But like they made him gay without saying like making it about him being gay at all. He's just like in the bathtub. Just happens to be gay. Being on Zoom. And then his husband's like, I got a package. Like that's literally the extent of it really. And that's like. I'm, they made him gay with like, just like the way that like straight people are presented like you know like they're just together and like no, no big deal you know like I appreciate that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I thought that was very tasteful and, and fun and I love Hugh Grant so props to you guys for putting Hugh Grant in the movie for the the women's to be in it because I like him because he's in the, the rom-com movies and, and as a nostalgia for that so yeah yeah so now that you, now that we sit down and talk about it even though I have like a lot of like pretentious intellectual it was critiques fun. It was fun. of the movie, it's fu- yeah, exactly. So I, we should watch the first Knives Out because I, I remember so. it was pretty good. I'm down to watch it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 fun. It's fun. Okay. Um, it's so, okay to have fun, people. Um, and this, um, I don't think it's I don't think it's okay to kill people. Okay, so yeah, no one kill people, but it's okay to have fun when it's like wholesome fun. Okay, and it that if that that that, that, that means you can watch an, a movie. I don't think it's okay to kill people or do drugs. Okay, we we it's okay, Kyle. No, no one, no one's saying that. No one's saying that. Are there any drugs in the movie? <laughs> um, yes, there are drugs in the movie. Alcohol. There's some little thingies that get slipped into Weed. thingies. Little thingies get slipped into thingies. Now that we're talking about all the drugs in the movie and the murder, I'm starting to think maybe this is not the the best movie to talk about to all the kids who are listening to our podcast. Yeah, I know. And, oh, okay, shout out to the epic history teacher who listens to Base News Network and recommended Base News Network to his students. If you are real, thank you. Someone DM me about that. Remember, Kyle? I do remember. Yeah, shout out. Thank you for teaching the children the epic stuff like this. Getting the news from the real sources. All right, so I think I think I have s- squeezed the onion 
all I can squeeze Ooh, it. you've peeled back the layers. I've peeled of back the layers onion. of the onion. So I would say Sophie and I probably, what, we give it like three out of five stars? We give it about three out of five, but honestly, like, maybe a little if bit I higher. could give it a, another score, maybe I'd say like 3.2. 3.2, yeah. Like, I thought it was fun. I I genuinely, like, enjoyed watching it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I just, you know, me and Kyle watched it together. It was fun. Yes. It was a fun movie. It was, I, I liked the, it was, like, colorful and, like, exciting. I liked the visuals. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, candy. It's just a fun movie. It's, yeah, like, exactly, candy. Exactly, yeah. It was, it was a fun movie to watch. It candy wasn't, like, good. The worst thing a movie can be is, like, boring. It's like broccoli. You know? That's, like, bad. I like broccoli, but if it's broccoli that's not cooked and it's, like, rotten. Yeah, exactly. So, it was a fun movie. This was, like, Skittles. I enjoyed watching it. And yeah. I would say, you know, it's on Netflix. It's, like, it's such a, like, winter break movie to watch. Like, just mm-hmm. watch it with your... If you're, like, at home, if you're in college and you're home with your parents, just watch it with your parents. It's, like, that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So... I'd say we move on to Avatar Double 2. Double feature. Double feature. Avatar 2. So, Kai and I saw Avatar 2. In theaters. In theaters. And it was an interesting experience because we were sitting in the back and we thought, okay, we'll be in the back all by ourselves. But, like, there was... Luckily, we were, like, within six feet of this guy. But there was a guy, like, at the end of, like, the row just coughing the entire movie and no mask on. And it was just, like, bruh. Like, we're already watching Avatar right now. Like, do you need to do this? You To, to go to a, a movie that's three hours and ten minutes and cough the entire time is sociopathic. You Literally. are... There is something wrong with your brain. Like, even... Okay, so, you know, Sophie and I are both vaxxed and boosted, blah, blah, blah. Even if we were wearing the mask, it, like, COVID stuff aside, even if COVID never existed, you still just don't do that because getting people sick with colds and stuff, it's an asshole thing, and Avatar is not the movie to do that. Like, you know, you shouldn't do that to any movie, but you really shouldn't do that to Avatar. Avatar, okay. So, Avatar was a, a special Mm-hmm. film it was very special if, mm-hmm. you know, if you catch my drift so um kai and i went into it we have seen the first movie but we barely like remembered anything about it at all because like it's been a long ass time since the original film the first film so we both kind of figured like okay like it's been so long it's like it, it, it must stand on its own kind of you know what i mean like we could go into it and watch it and that's also like culturally relevant and you know we just like let's let's just go see avatar and review it for base news network um and we knew we knew going in it was going to be long and i honestly when i going into it i assumed it was not going to be good Mm. what about you did you what did you think i assumed it was going to be about as good as glass onion okay i assumed it was going to be 3.2 okay um yeah so yeah so sophie and I, exactly like we, we 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 skimmed the wikipedia page for avatar one just to slightly refresh our memories and it was disappointing because avatar two it does seem like there's a lot of plot points and stuff that like you're kind of expected to already kind of know i mean you can kind of pick up on it but like there's a lot of stuff going on that like oh this is actually a genuine continuation from the first one that i don't remember at all and that kind of makes me feel weird like why is there this guy who's half why is there a human who's running around on the planet of Pandora like a monkey? Why is this person half human, half avatar? Like, what, what is, what is going on? Like, lots of little like drama. Like, why, why, why? why? I love the beginning too, which like we were happy and had a family, but then the sky people came. It's like such a sequel move. It's like everything was happily ever after until it wasn't. Yeah, it's like yeah. bro, come on, like, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, and the, and the thing is, is like the plot, you know, once you, you know, even, even, you know, if you, you, you can pick up what's going on, even if you haven't seen the first one, Sophie and I were able to pick up it pretty well, but it's like a plot that could be explained in like 10 minutes and they made the movie three hours and 10 minutes, not because it's an epic that like needs it, but because like they were like, we're going to just keep adding stuff to make the movie long and i i feel like this is an intentional decision i feel like sophie and i were kind of compelled to see it because it was so long it's like wow this is a real event it's a sequel it's part of the experience yeah. especially yeah. james cameron like titanic is yeah. basically that length as well yeah like i feel like if this movie was an hour and a half I'd be like, oh, Avatar released another sequel. That's kind of cool. Maybe we'll see it. But you make you release a sequel to Avatar 12 years later and make it three hours long. It just seems like a huge cultural event. 
And I feel like that's intentional because the movie did not have to be three hours. God, no. By the end, it was like, please make it stop. Yeah, yeah. Make it's it like, stop. Like, at the end, they were like, oh, we have to stop the bad guy and save the children. And then they do that. And then like, oh, actually, they have the children again. We have to do it again. It's like, it's like you just, just took the same plot point and repeated it like twice in a row. And it's like, we know what's going to happen. We know. Like, we, we, we already know that children are going to be saved and the bad guy is going to get... Like, we know. Just get it. Just do it already. Like, rip the Band-Aid off. We know. This is like you're just adding an extra 45 minutes. Yeah. So... So those are the big critiques. Well, we we're missing the part about it being kind of racist feeling. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, it, we, that's a, it, it's a hard point to articulate because they're not people. You know what I mean? They're, they're, a, they're, different, a, different they're a different species. species. However, you know, this is ultimately, you know, you have white actors playing, you know, savages with braids who are running around in loincloths, you know. And by savages, like, they literally, that, he doesn't actually mean they're, like, savages. It's, it's, like, what the, like, evil people in the movie call them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's obvious, like, callback to, like, how racist people spoke about native americans or like any sort of like native culture yeah yeah and, like imperialism blah blah blah. yeah like the movie is an obvious critique of colonialism but then they actually made the people who were colonized act like the colonial the stereotypes, stereotypes of you know like running yeah. around with like spears and loincloths and like and, making noises and it being just like, felt like being like very violent and very emotional and spiritual and like talking to animals like it just felt like a bunch of stereotypes of what native americans are supposed to be according to colonizers all crammed into one vague and race not, and like kind of in a disrespectful way too like and i i don't really know because i'm like white i don't I feel weird talking, like, saying these things, but I, I don't know. I just felt kind of offensive. It felt off. It felt off. And also, if we recall the first film, the main character is this white guy who, like, basically, he's an avatar or whatever. He, like, freaking, like, LARPs as, like, this, like, a person in this, like, community and, like, saves the day, you know? Like, it it's, feels very, like, white savior vibes, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like to say that uh, Jake Jake Scully. So the, so the the main plot point of the movie is that the 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 Earthlings want to come to to Pandora and kill Jake Scully because Jake Scully is leaving in leading an insurgency against the Earthlings who are coming back for resources or whatever. Um, I think I like to think of that the metaphor is that that Jake Scully is Osama bin Laden and they're trying to take him out. That's to me what I think. Uh, like he's like the one very problematic um, avatar or Navi that is like leading the the uh, the uh, the movement to. I don't know. Anyways, he's a he's, uh, yeah. So yeah. Just saying, that's what the metaphor is, and I'm not gonna root for Osama bin Laden. So obviously, I'm gonna root for the Earthlings who are coming back. He's, so he's in jest. He's in jest. I was rooting for the bad guys in the movie. Well, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, I wasn't doing. Okay, <laughs> it, I'll put it this way: the movie frustrated me, and in my frustration, I had evil thoughts about wanting the bad guys to win. What? I'm a human being. What? I'm, I'm a, a human I'm a being. Navi. Okay, so Sophie though, Sophie and I did say though there were lots of stuff we did like about the we movie. We did, yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously the visuals were very beautiful. I like stuff with the ocean and stuff, and there's a lot of like water thingies and like going underwater, and that was fun. It was really beautiful. I liked the the animals, you know, like Sophie mm-hmm. and I are animal lovers, and to see these like myth, you know, mythical kind of big whales and fish and crazy animals like that. It's always fun, you know? It's like, it makes your imagination run, and it's very pretty and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely was, like, wanting, wish it, wishing I could go underwater and do all the stuff that they were doing there. So, that was cool. There were some corny parts, though. Like, there was a part where one of the main characters was talking to a whale, <laughs> and you could, like, see the perspective through the whale's it was eye. So, there are so many funny it moments. It was like, I see you. I trust you. Like, do so you many unintentionally <laughs> So many unintentionally funny parts of the movie. Like, Guy and I were laughing so hard at the theater, and no one else was laughing, so I felt bad. But, like, there are some very funny parts, like, very cringe, like... 
like kids movie ass like things to do you know well but but the thing is like him having like a magical connection with the whale where they literally like connect their hair together and there's like a magical emotional connection like that is literally taken right from like stereotypes that colonizers had of the colonized like colon like european colonizers saw you know the people of the east as they called it as like magical like they saw them as magical and then here you have a movie critiquing colonialism and then making the people who are colonized literally magical like literally just that's that's the that's like that's the point i'm trying to it's like it's like it's like it's like it's like a critique of the vietnam war for some from someone who like really buys into like a bunch of racist narratives about vietnamese people even though they were pro vietnam or you know what i just like it miss it just misses the mark completely it's just like you almost had it it's just this is what happens when you're like a white guy who like like i'm woke xd and then like this yeah. is what happens yeah so you know and like i said you know sophie and i are both white so we don't want to be like leading the charge of calling avatar racist but there i saw some you know native people on twitter saying they felt uncomfortable with it and stuff so it's not like we're completely i think that's a critique that's been around since the original film so yeah yeah it's it's just kind of sus it's kind of sus and then to have the white guy be the savior and they all have like braids and stuff and like it's like bro like these are just like white people like larping it's it just felt a little weird but please correct me if i'm wrong about that yeah in my dms and stuff and love to talk about it um yeah but it was way too long it was visually i would say the visuals are very good um i didn't think there was any like wonky visuals i thought it was all pretty seamless like the cgi what do you think i would say there was like maybe like one or two split seconds where i felt like things looked a little bit like a video game but that's because i play a lot of video games and like 99 <laughs> percent of everything looked very very good the water stuff was great um you know i was just impressed like wow like it don't it was really cool to see like wow like technology can do some cool stuff you know yeah like but, but, imagine yeah. if the plot was good though like this is another this is what i'm saying like the plot is so predictable like can you sit down and guess what the plot is before seeing it you're, yes, you can. You're right. Yes, you you're can. definitely right. You, if you just it. if you made up the plot in your head before seeing it, uh, you you you're right because it's it's like it's it's basically it's the plot of the first one, which was also very predictable. So I would say, on a scale of one to five, I would probably rate this a two point nine. Yeah, that's fair. That's a two point nine. I would say go for the cultural reasons. Like it's you, go go so you can say you saw Avatar two go to see the really pretty like water stuff and like the fishies and the thingies in the water if you're like a little bit tired though don't go see it because you're gonna fall asleep and you'll fall asleep you know you can fall asleep it's fine you'll wake up i mean yeah do it for letterbox like you know like that's that's often a motivator for me you want to i want to log in letterbox if that's you like go for it i'd say like see it but like you're not missing out i have to say the main character jake scully unlikable unlikable he didn't really do anything in the movie he was just like he was it was mostly i feel like it was more about the children if anything which is like i'm cool with that i guess i'm cool with that too like i just yeah i just didn't i didn't have any emotional connection to any of the characters at all it was more like look at this cute little avatar baby (laughs) you know what i mean like look at the fishies yay and that worked on me i was like yeah and i was like yay the fishies (laughs) yeah i would say both Avatar and Glass Onion are both candy, but Glass Onion is aware that it's candy, while Avatar wants to be something more serious. He has such a way with words. No, it's true. Like, and and you and by trying to make it more serious, they just made the movie too long, and now you have like healthy candy that no one wants to eat. But I will say that is a trademark of James Cameron. Like I, I feel like we kind of knew that going in. Like okay, this is gonna be bad and it's gonna be kind of cringe. But like you gotta you gotta see it, kind of. But like yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you gotta see it. You could go without seeing it. But mm-hmm. um. Like, for example, Titanic, He was, which was also made by James Cameron. I love Titanic, but I know it's bad. You know, like, I feel like there are people, like, with, like, um, Avatar who are like, okay, I know this is kind of a shitty movie, but I kind of, like, love it. And that's how I feel about Titanic. And I'm not, okay, I'm not saying Titanic is a shitty movie, but it's, like, kind of, it's really cheesy. It's really cringe. And it's, like, it takes itself seriously when it's, like, extremely dumb in some parts of it. So, like, the dialogue is awful. Um, but 
I still like kind of love it and I'm like a self-aware. So I'm sure there are fans of like the Avatar films who are maybe maybe feel similarly about it where it's like, okay, like this is objectively kind of bad and like cringe, but like I still kind of love it for some reason. That's kind of how I feel about Titanic. And I also kind of find, even though he's kind of an asshole, I find James Cameron endearing because of like how like cringe he is. You know, he's like, I just like, do you know what I mean? Like I find him very entertaining and kind of like, like, I feel like he's like a narcissist or he's like just like really overly confident and like dumb. I, I did Sophie like it when we were watching Avatar. So like kind of like in the last 20 minutes or I don't know, maybe last 40 minutes. It should be 20 minutes, but I feel like they stretch out to 40 minutes. There's like a scene where they're like they're trapped in a boat that's like sinking underwater. Very Titanic. And it definitely felt like a... Sophie and I were not exactly sure if that's supposed to be an intentional reference to Titanic or if James Cameron is just like, oh, I know what we could do. And then he just pulls out I the think, old tricks. I think he just like forgot that he made Titanic and did all that stuff. And he's like, what if they did this? And then like bro just yeah. recycled his old like stuff. So What if they're in a boat that's sinking and they have to get out the boat, but they're having a hard time getting out the boat and the boat's sinking. And I kind of enjoyed that because it was like, wow, this is like more Titanic stuff. And I I, I was, I knew that there was going to be, you know what? I guarantee there were, is and will be avatar titanic fan fiction slash fan art and edits and if they're not please make them because i want that and otherwise i'll make them myself okay so yeah i also really did not like the scene in the movie where like they literally like it literally takes them like half an hour to kill a whale i know and it's so like upsetting to watch too kind of honestly like like it's supposed to be upsetting it's supposed to be an important part of the movie but it's like can you not like drag it out for half an hour where the whale is being freaking tortured and like yeah. and like also go vegan? Are you even a is James Cam James Cameron even a vegan? Because if he is, if he if he he's probably not. He's he he's probably not. But you know, honestly, it. it was kind of good vegan propaganda to be honest. Like, it, it, it kind of like you know, every day I want to I want to be vegan more and more. Oh, he's plant based future he's he calls himself a future vor rather than a vegan in reference to his belief that it's the diet of the future oh shit bro's literally vegan but he's calling it future vor okay this is exactly what this is if you don't know james cameron this is exactly who james cameron is okay he's the type of guy to call being vegan uh, being a future vor i just found an article that says james cameron revealed his vegan value he he only served vegan food on the sets of Avatar Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, my score as a 2.9 is now up to a 4.9. Now that I know that James Cameron is actually a vegan and that he forced everybody to only eat vegan food on the set. Because he is putting his mouth where his money is and he's going vegan and he's putting a scene about how bad it is to kill animals for food. In the movie. In a beautiful fashion. It was epic, so... Everyone, yeah, no, honestly, and I, I don't know, maybe this is weird to talk about. I, I, I really, I really do want to go vegetarian at least at first. Like, I really want to, and I, I genuinely thought about it when I was watching Avatars, and like, I was like, you know what? I don't want to be the type t- type of person to go vegan because of freaking Avatar. But <laughs> I mean, that's that's how uh, that's how they get you. I went ve- <laughs> I went vegan because I went to a concert and the band was like a hardcore band encouraging everyone to go vegan. I was like, I need to go vegetarian. And don't worry, Sophie, you know, Sophie and I, you know, because we're dating and I'm vegan and we go out to get food together. I, 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 for, I force her. I don't force her. She just, just out of convenience, we go to vegan restaurants a lot. So she, she's, redu- she's reduced her meat consumption enough for, for her to get the pass, I think. Um, I don't know about that, but you know, living in New York, like, there's a lot of, well, I don't live in New York, really, but, you know, like, I, I, there's a lot of good vegan resources around, you know, so if you have, if you can access it, it's, like, not, not, being vegan is not bad, you know, there's some great vegan food out there, so, so if you access it. Everyone's gonna get mad at us for this section and just like unsubscribe. New Yorkers. Like, stupid New Yorkers demanding we go vegan or else we're bad people. It's not us. It's James Cameron, and he's yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 I do want to go... I should not be talking about this on the podcast, but I'm, I'm going to make some serious efforts. Sophie sounds like George Santos right now. <laughs> I know, I'm serious. Is Gre- Greta Thunberg, are you vegan? Oh, she's got to be. Let's look it up. I'm going to look it up. Look right it now. up. 
by the way we're in person together so we can this is a lot easier for us to like do some fact checking i feel like even though we could do it independently okay so she has stopped eating animals at an early she stopped eating animals at an early age because animals agricultural effect on the environment okay but is she vegan or vegetarian she's vegan she's vegan everyone so here you have it go greta go greta so this episode is dedicated to Greta Thunberg and James Cameron and is against Andrew Tate and George Santos. And it's Veganism a- is epic. Onions are glass onions are uh, vegan. On- onions are vegan. I think we're at the end of the episode, so <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, this has been your news. Happy twenty twenty three, everybody. Um, follow me on Instagram until I'm unbanned from Twitter. And mm-hmm. also, Sophie, we'll put our Instagrams in the yep, description. And, and, and Kyle's new album is coming up very, very soon in, like, basically two weeks. January so. 13th, which is a Friday, next Friday-ish. Um, my album, Yourself is Fire by Fireman, is going to go come out. So please stream it when it does. That's that's the best way you can support me personally. And then, yeah, and then vegan. If you stream it, you you get the vegan pass. So stream it if you want the vegan pass. All right. Um, I... Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Base News Network. No, bye.